Welcome to Season 2 of the OAME Talks Podcast. I'm your host, David Petro. The OAME Talks Podcast is a series of episodes released on the first day of every month that gives a preview of the OAME Talks webinar, which usually goes live on the second Wednesday of each month. These webinars are online versions of sessions from last year's OAME 2019 conference. We've got six webinars this year from Matt Baker, Jennifer Wilson and Liz Ramirez, Kanika Turner, Alex Overwick and Jimmy Pye, Lisa Sertam and Christine Lebeau, and our first one is from Jules Bonnet Ducharme. For all the details, you can check out our website. Now, normally, our webinars are for OAME members only, but for our first session this year, we will be opening it up to the general public. In fact, Jules did his session originally in French, but here he's going to do an English version on the Wednesday and a French version on the Thursday. His session is called Tell Me Your Mathematical Story, and we're going to get a sneak preview right now. All right, good evening and welcome to OME Talks. I'm here talking with Jules Bonnet Ducharme, and he is going to be our first guest in season two of our OME Talks this year. Jules, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm pretty happy to break the ice there for you guys, I guess. <laughs> yes, you're going to do the, the ice breaking for us. In fact, you're going to be doing ice breaking double duty for us as you're going to be doing our session first in English and then in French. I know. Uh, that's a, such a great uh, initiative, I think, that uh, that one, I could do it and that you guys want to host that. It's, I think it just opens up uh, the possibility of having more members uh, listening to us uh, and hopefully in both languages like that, diversity is, is what it is, right? So this is great that we can do this. So before we get into what your session is about, I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about where you're at uh, and what you do and how you got to those two places. <laughs> yeah, I am from New Liskard, Ontario, so just north of North Bay. And uh, I'm at the southern part of my school board that travels right up to uh, Hearst. So my schools are about six and a half hours uh, separated. Uh, so a lot of travel I, I do, but it's it's a great job. So I'm a coach now, but I'm at heart, uh, I'm a math educator, a high school math educator. And I started teaching math, computer sciences, and dramatic arts. And uh, math was always that, that thing that just drove me uh, and to learn and learn more and learn more. And I, I got good at it. And I guess uh, when you get good at it, you become a coach. <laughs> so I coached uh, in my school board for a bit, and then I got invited to the uh, CFORP. It's a French resource in Ontario there that we that serves all 12 school boards and it helps development there so I got to coach the coaches of the 12 French school boards through the initiative uh, the the math initiative that was uh, so it was it was a great uh, learning experience for me I got to learn all about coaching and also a lot of uh, meeting of people and minds and sharing and I got into this wow there's a whole world of educators out there that are just willing to share and learn and talk together that was so I started this whole other aspect of my life which is talking at uh, conferences sometimes and sharing what we do I think that's so important so that's how I got to here <laughs> and and so when you were saying you were coaching the coaches like you're doing that province-wide with the, when you say all the, the 12 school boards, that, that, that certainly would involve a lot of traveling, I imagine. 
That's right. So it was the same amount of traveling now. It's just not driving. So I was flying everywhere. So from Windsor to Ottawa to uh, up north, everywhere I've uh, met uh, these. But it was it was really nice, though. The initiative um, had us uh, meet together. So we were actually having three meetings in Toronto a year. And it was fabulous to network with other coaches, like directly. And so, what do you guys do? What do you guys do? And, I, and it, with the sharing of ideas, it was great. And that's where I got to uh, meet uh, Marion Small because she was hired to to coach us, coach, right? So uh, it was it's, it was just what's such a hodgepodge of of great ideas being thrown around, and and uh, yeah. It was very, a very, really enlightening uh, experience. Now I got called back to my school board, and now I get to try all these practices on my my staff and my my teachers. So that's great. Yeah, I think that the idea of, of getting a bunch of minds together in the same place is a real great way to synthesize ideas and to solidify ideas that you already have and learn those ideas that you maybe hadn't even thought of before. And that's something that I don't think you get like from an online environment. Yeah, exactly. And and that's why, I mean, for me, going to conferences is that inject of, of collaboration that you need. So it's not because you need like a vacation from your work and you go to this conference. It's actually the sharing of minds that's important. And now that we're doing a lot of virtual stuff, we're at our on our side, we're trying to mix virtual with real life. And so that could be another whole talk, but uh, we're doing some virtual kind of uh, talks like that where there's local people, a team of like five or 10 people, and then we combine all of them together through the web and then we have a Skype session and, and, and we've developed that so that we get the human aspect as much as we can because budget wise, I mean, it's not like we can travel as much as we used to. Yeah, I think that that idea of a hybrid between virtual and face to face is probably really cost effective and you still get a lot of the benefits of, of those interactions between humans that you're sitting right next to. Yes, I, 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 that's what the teachers were telling me. So we had some teachers from Hearst going, we felt like you were beside us because I was on the Polycom, right? And they had a facilitator that works with them locally, so at the table. So they felt like a little team. And yet I was able to bounce their ideas with new Lisgard ideas and the teachers there. And I said, look at, okay, New Lisgard, what, what do you think Hearst did here? And, and there was this collaboration for the first time with teachers like that are six and a half hours apart, right? And so it was where uh, I think we've we've honed in on something that works. And so uh, this is the OME Talks podcast. So I'm curious, uh, how did you first hear about OME and get involved with OME? Well, obviously, it was the first time I met Marion Small, and she's very involved in that. Uh, so, uh, and I had a lot of coaches going to that as well, especially the ones in the, in, in Ottawa. So for me, it was all new. And then I, I got to go to my first one, and I was just blown away by the, the, the caliber and the stuff that you learn. I was so tired by the end of the weekend. <laughs> But I got the bug, I think, and so I, you know, somebody said you should you should submit a talk, and so I did, and uh, that got me going once, and then uh, I got to meet Mary Abouressa uh, at NCTM as well, and uh, and all of a sudden, so they were responsible for last year, and they invited me as a featured speaker to speak in French, which I think is the first time we had a featured speaker, a francophone featured speaker at OME, I think. 
Well, I know we have had French sessions, but I think that, yeah, I think you're correct. I think that might have been the very first featured speaker session that was in French ex exclusively, which was, I think, it was a nice feature that we had last year in Ottawa. For sure. And so your session that you're going to be doing with us virtually this year is called Tell Me Your Mathematical Story. So tell me about that. That's a journey for me as well. I, I guess all my talks are are, are the result of where my journey ends that day, like that year. And so it, that's how I approach my talks. It's never just to give information, it's to get them the idea of where, how I evolved and how we can make our kids evolve. And so this talk was inspired a little bit by Peter Lidgedal's work. He had mentioned about the three sections of a story, of a math story. And, and so the 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 process the action the process and then the object and it's very philosophical but it got so for me important to he said you have to make sure that those three sections have to tell the same story and by sharing those stories other kids can learn from that so so um i i put that in into my talk and it was a small section of my talk of, at oeme but for me now it's been taking that like a lot of my headspace and so that's why i wanted to like focus this webinar on, on, on that aspect. So it's not going to be exactly the same as your talk from our featured session. It's, uh, and I, and I know how that works. So, uh, you know, you give a talk and then all of a sudden you think, Oh, I want to do this differently, or this was the part that resonated more with people. So tell me, can you tell me a little bit about the difference between the two? Yeah, for sure. So the first one was just my evolution. I just described like that as a math facilitator. And I wanted to see what I grabbed from the elementary side because I've coached a lot of the elementary side. And for me, that was brand new as a high school guy. And uh, there's a huge difference. And once you sort of scratch the surface, that's where I learned a lot of my techniques that worked in, in the classroom in high school. It's just tweaked a little bit. So I did a lot of that kind of work and that got me involved into this sharing of your story thing. And um, especially with the visual patterns and, and trying to describe that and how we all see math differently and how that story is your story that you can share. And then we can make this huge class story out of all those kind of things. And it just got me going every time I spoke or touched another concept or another strategy, I, I noticed that it, we, we all see that strategy from a different aspect. And I, that's what makes learning rich and it's how you 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 uh, synthesize and, and 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 play with those stories i guess that that the magic happens so i'm trying to um, verbalize that in a webinar and we'll see how it goes but i know that in my last part when i did that part it took about 40 minutes of my one hour talk because i'm very flexible as well i like i don't stop people when i'm working and there's a lot of questions about that and we just like we're it was very successful, so I figured let's let's concentrate just on that. <laughs> okay, so without giving away the whole webinar, can you give us a, a brief overview of what we can expect uh, when we have you do your webinar for us? I'm hoping I can get you guys to think. So um, I, I'm hoping you guys will be able to like uh, get the ideas flowing as well. Uh, I know webinars are like sort of more one-way uh, ticket, but I think we can make it happen. So, and we'll go through these three parts, the action, the process, the object. I'm not going to go through too much, but I mean, the idea is the action is is making sense of the problem and working out with details. And then you, you try something and it's all, it's the action of actually solving that problem. 
And then the process is all of a sudden you figure out something, you go, is it truth like for other things? And then you try different numbers and you're still working with the numbers, but you're slowly touching this generalization and then poof, you get that epiphany and you find this generalization and that's your object. And that's your like final, you know, thing. And what I learned through, through the talking to everybody and learning is all those three parts have to align they have to tell the same story so we we so much like try to simplify and cut corners and all of a sudden the story gets lost of how we actually got there and i think that goes down to it's not important the solution it's more how you got there and how we can share that i think it's the first step to realizing collaboration and so are we going to see examples from the field? Exactly. So we're going to do some some questions. I'm going to get you to think about that. I'm going to, I wanted to make you think about subtraction as well and how that relates to subtraction of maybe high school stuff, so uh, polynomials and things. I want to even try to get some reasoning through that, all that as well, and finish off with a great example with my son. And so it was... Uh, uh, my son gave me an epiphany and uh, we worked out this math thing and I was like, whoa, there it is. That is how it happens. And he clued in onto a big concept that was really hard for him. And, and I wanted to share that experience. And we finished with that. So who do you think is the, the audience for your talk here? That's a hard one to say because I, I kind of float everywhere. I want to say I'm more, uh, you know, grade grade four to 10-ish, but I mean, really, I speak to every educator out there that is just hungry for for learning this sort of horizon of pedagogy of the content, right? It's just like what becomes, what comes before, what comes after. I'm always kind of trying to opening that up. So I would say if you're from, if you're in first grade teacher and if you're in grade 12 teacher, you'll get something out of it for sure, because it's all about figuring that, that math story that every kid has. And so uh, are you going to be approaching this as if your audience is just just teachers or also teachers and coaches or how do you how do you approach it or is the approach even different? I wouldn't say it's different because uh, my, my talks are always like that. It's always let's learn by doing so doing and thinking. So if I want them to to share their stories, we'll have to, you know, you have to do the story first. You have to work at. So there's small little problems that will prompt that i hope and then we'll see uh, that kind of stuff emerge but for sure i always present the same way i always present to as a model right i always try to say well this is how i want my classroom to be so why would my workshop be different right and so um I, that's always my second uh, intention i guess so this three-part structure that you you're working on here i assume it's gone through some iterations yeah, yeah, and I'm still I, I'm still working at it. I think, uh, and that's the beauty of of not uh, you know when you realize you're still in ev evolution and you can go further. So this is the spot where I am at now, and that's how I'm understanding and and working with people and doing these talks helps me to push it even further. Awesome. Okay, so we look forward to your talk. Tell me your mathematical story, Jules. Uh, Thank you for giving us a brief introduction to what we're going to see and hear on our webinar, and we will see you in about a few weeks. I can't wait. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be awesome. Merci beaucoup. That was Jules Bonnet Ducharme. 
He'll be presenting his webinar, Tell Me Your Mathematical Story, in English on Wednesday, October 16th, and in French on Thursday, October 17th. These two sessions are both open up to the general public, and you can register online at our MCIS registration site. The link is in the show notes. Next month, we'll be talking to Matt Baker when he'll be talking about his session, Joining the Global Math Teachers Lounge. So stay tuned for that, and we'll see you next month on the next episode of OAME Talks.